0: Happy Mother's Day to all the moms. It's a privilege and an honor to stand here before you today. Usually if I'm teaching now, it is to college or adult uh, students in the adult studies program for Evangel University. I teach healthy relationships courses for them, so it's a different type feeling. Um, Mostly since Raleigh's been born, I've been able to do a lot of online classes, but I'm always privileged and honored to speak here for Today, Mother's Day, and for Girl Talk, and I love the youth. My heart is really with the youth. Um, that's what my degree is in, was uh, school counseling for the youth and uh, elementary education. But you are so privileged and so honored and so blessed to have Pastors Jean and Sue. And, you know, Derek and I um, always just, of course, we love them. They're my mom and dad. But they are faithful and true to his word and unwavering in their faith. And I know that if I need some encouragement, some mom encouragement, I can always go back to my mom when I had um, difficulties uh, conceiving and carrying my girls and even the babies that are in heaven, that I listen to my dad's messages for encouragement. And his message, the praise cure from years ago, I always tell girls that when they come to me and say, I'm believing God for a baby. I'm having difficulty in my physical body. This is what the doctor's telling me. I said, go back and listen to the praise cure because it changed my perspective. So don't ever discount God's word and don't ever discount their messages because your answer could be in a service and most likely will be in a service. So if you need help today and you say, I want to be a mom, or I wanna be a mom again, I would encourage you to listen to their messages on family and on faith and on praising God even through the midst of trials because the praise cure is something that you just give him the thanks and you give him the glory and you praise him even going through trials and going through difficult circumstances. And I wanna encourage you when you come and listen to Dr. Austin speak, I think he's amazing because he's my big brother. And, of course, I grew up with him, and I can still say that. So that's always a good thing. And, Jessica, if you didn't hear the Girl Talk message Friday night, I encourage you to listen to it. Jessica gave a wonderful example in her personal life about staying away from a creep at her a job offer that they gave her. And sometimes I think as women, we go into situations and we think, I need this job or I need this promotion. And yet, you know, that still small voice inside that whatever that power that the man has in that particular job, she knew inside. She thought, nope, this isn't for me. And Austin was in agreement and she got a better job offer. So go back and listen to that because I think as women, sometimes we are hesitant, and we don't always listen to that still small voice, but it's important for us. Let's start in Proverbs chapter 31 and verse 10 today. We're going to read about the wife of noble character. A wife of noble character who can find. She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her, and he lacks, she lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still dark. How many women get up while it is still dark? Or (laughs) feeding babies or potty training in the middle of the night or getting things ready for the next day. Or like me, where you jump out of bed and think, Who's, did I forget to pack a lunch for tomorrow? But you get up while you're still dark and you provide food for her family and portions for her servant girls. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindles with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear, for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She's clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate, where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Moms, I think it is so important today that we stay focused on our children and in all the different stages that they go through. Most importantly is staying plugged into their lives. So a lot of time, I think we get tired. Does any mom ever feel like they just get tired and weary and doing good? But what, you reap a harvest. So what we have to do is to stay sharp and stay focused and say, God. Thank you that your Holy Spirit is speaking to me. Thank you that while I'm doing the grunt work and I'm making the lunches and I'm doing the dishes and I'm encouraging my children and I'm confessing over their lives and I'm saying the things that they don't wanna hear always, but that you are blessing the work of my hands. You are giving me strong arms. You are giving me the encouragement to continue. Her children will arise and call her blessed, verse 28. Her husband also, and he praises her. Husbands, I would encourage you to praise her. Praise her in the morning when she just woke up after being up with the children. Praise her in the afternoon and in the evening when she is tired. Praise her. Praise her in front of her. Praise her to your children and praise her to other people, so that it gets back to her, that people think she's amazing, even on the day she doesn't feel amazing, and she feels weary, and she thinks, oh my goodness, if I have to make another snack, <laughs> or if, look under the couch and think, oh great, it's sticky, and it's is it milk, or is it jelly? What, what is happening under there? But that she knows that you are calling her blessed, And I would encourage you, my mom used this as an example in the first service for men to help out when needed. Um, I would say amen to that. My husband, Derek, knows the hardest part of the entire day for me is trying to get in the car because it's either I forgot something or Riley's not done playing or she wants to bring 50 toys with her because she thinks we'll never be back. And you think, I will never make it to the car and I know what time we have to be in the car line. And yet that is when he just scoops her up and makes it fun and entertaining. I don't have to lose my patience. And find ways to help her. Find ways to bless her. And whether it's taking that overflowing trash out or you think, wow, this place looks like it's falling apart. Don't tell her that. Just start to help out where you can and start to be a blessing to her. Verse 29, many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Verse 30, charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. You know, aging is just a natural part of life. And I know sometimes we all think if I had more sleep or if I had more time or if I could take more rest time for myself, Maybe aging wouldn't be so difficult, but it's all about the inside. And that's something I always share with my girls is, you know what? It's about who you are on the inside. If you speak ugly, if you treat people unkind, doesn't matter how pretty you are on the outside. They will see that coming through. So if you're a kind person, if you're a woman of God, if you're a woman of valor, and if your strength comes from the Lord, Doesn't matter what starts to happen over the decades of mom work and wife work and working your jobs. You will age beautifully and gracefully. We don't have to worry about aging like the world does because we have Jesus on the inside of us. And we don't have to chase after looking, trying to transform how we look. It matters how we are on the inside. And that is something that we can teach our girls at home. Verse 31, give her the reward she has earned and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Happiness is a choice, just like being grumpy and mad and angry is a choice. Cheerfulness is a choice, just like being grouchy is a choice. Understanding is a choice, just like stubbornness is a choice. Kindness is a choice, just like being hurtful is a choice. Love is a choice just like being hateful is a choice. The word of God tells us the wise woman builds her house, but the foolish one tears hers down. Proverbs 14 verse one, let's look at that. The wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands, the foolish one tears hers down. How do we tear our house down? Nagging, complaining, throwing temper tantrums, sometimes like our kids, even though we want to. You know, for me, I take a moment I find chocolate in the pantry, I sometimes close that pantry door, and I say a prayer for peace, for clarity, for understanding, and sometimes Emma, being older, she'll go, are you praying again? Yes, Jesus is going to help me. <laughs> help me love, help me parent better, help me not to react, but help me to encourage you and love you. And sometimes, ladies, we just have to pray and pray more. And if you don't know what's going on with your children, if you say, I just sense something's wrong or the attitude has changed, their behavior's changed, pray for them. The Spirit of God will show you and lead you to what you need to do. My mom's mom, we call her Oma, and I talk to her two or three times a week. I have a calendar reminder set for when I know she's in her room and she usually doesn't have nurses coming in or visitors, so I know I can talk to her and it's just me and her, and she ends every conversation with the same piece of advice for me, every time. And I know it will echo in my mind for my entire life, and I hope to say it to my girls every time they call me in future. She always says, regarding marriage advice, she says, love your husband, just love each other, be nice to each other. She didn't always have that. She didn't always have someone being nice to her but that is her number one marriage advice for me is to love each other and be nice to each other so that when you are in your marriage relationship and you have all the craziness of all the things going on in your lives, work, school, all the school extracurricular activities, the plays, the sports, and you're just trying to find a moment to have a conversation without being interrupted for the 30th time, be nice to each other. Be kind, speak with kindness. And women, our attitudes can affect not just us, but our husbands. If they go to work angry and upset and uncontrollable, or our girls and our sons, that they, our attitudes will affect them in their day. So we have to be prayed up and ready to start our day in a way that we let them out of that car to go to school and we know that they are ready for their day that they have words of encouragement for whatever they're going to face. And if you think your kids don't face anything, they do. Our daughter goes to a private Christian school where we live, and she faces things with friends. There was a little boy being mean to her the other week, and her attitude changed. Her countenance changed. She came home, and she was mad at her sister, and she would just speak And the way that she spoke, I said, no, not in our house. We don't speak to each other that way. You can go to your room and figure it out. And then you come tell me why we are choosing to speak this way. But I won't allow it. And it took her some time. And then she came and she told me about how she had been treated, the words that had been spoken to her. And so I was able to sit with her and talk with her about what to do in those situations. So moms, be attuned to that the needs of your kids and listen I was more of a quiet young person with my parents so my dad always laughs and says that when I would finally come into his office sometimes upstairs after school or sometimes at the end of a week after youth and he'd still be up working I'd go in there and sit and just start talking to him and not draw breath but he said those were the moments where he thought wow she's actually speaking to me And he would close his laptop and he would listen. Whether it was about my friends or the youth or a sports event I had coming up, whatever it was, he paid attention. So I always knew that if I had something difficult to talk to him about, I knew he would listen. And that is important for young people. Point number one for today, a woman of valor has courage. She encounters danger with firmness and personal bravery. She is fearless and brave. And women, we have to be fearless today. No matter the new technology that's out there and we're trying to protect our children or whether you are a wife and you're at work, you have to have that sense about you to say, hmm, why is this guy always hanging around me? Why is he asking me to travel with him? Why is this person trying to show up at my house when it's not appropriate? You have to be on guard and guard your hearts and guard your homes. The same thing for husbands, if you treat him terrible going out the door, you don't know who's sweet talking him at work. So I would just caution you that there are times in our marriage where I have shown up with Riley and said, hi honey, how are you today? Just to get a sense of what's going on. I don't recommend that every day. That's like not an everyday thing because you know, he's working but you love your husband and you make sure he doesn't wanna go home with anybody else or to anyone else. That's your marriage and you protect that and you love him and you honor him and you respect him, but he's your man. So watch the attitudes and the words and don't speak death over your marriage and don't talk your husband down in front of your children. I mean, yes, sometimes you can be irritated I understand that, but we have to make sure that our children see their dads in a way that they honor them and they love them and they respect them. So my parents' rule always was if they needed to talk something out, they'd do it behind a closed door. You know, and usually our girls are knocking on that door. Are y'all done yet? Can we do this? You know, but sometimes you just have to talk things out, not in front of the kids but that you protect your marriage, that you, are, you have courage and personal bravery. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing. His heart is safe with her. She brings him only good all her days. She protects her marriage. There were days that when I worked in an office, Derek would show up between shifts. He worked night shifts, he'd sleep during the day. I was at work during the day, and when I would come home, he was at work. But he'd show up sleepy-eyed and say, I'll take you to lunch. Why? He was investing the time in his marriage, but also protecting his marriage. He wanted to make sure I wasn't going to lunch with anybody else. So make the time for each other outside of kid time. You don't stop dating when you have kids. So, you know, enlist the grandma that gives way too much ice cream. Or just tell them, I need help. They're your grandchildren. Come take care of them. Or find a babysitter that you trust. And make date night still a priority or date days during lunch. You know, sometimes if Derek can have a day off, we do date days. And you just make that time while the kids are in school and say, I have to make my marriage a priority. Proverbs 31 and verse 10, a wife of noble character who can find. She's worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. Point number two, a woman of valor is strong. She has strength of spirit, mind, and body. The wife provides food for her family, good food, and good clothes. She creates a blessed environment in the home for her family by creating a sanctuary by her vigorous work. Husbands, take note of your wives and the blessed environment that you have. Help her out. Pitch in. Switch the laundry for her when it has been sitting there and it starts to smell. Don't say, I'll take the kids for pizza and give you a night to finish that laundry. It won't go over well. Take them for pizza and say, you should put your feet up. Really, sit down. We'll bring you back something. Sleep in. I, You know, sometimes I, Derek would be like, I will take the girls for donuts and bring you back coffee. Maybe we'll hit Lowe's and just see what we, what we do and give you a few extra hours. I'd be like, oh no, it's okay, I keep going. He's like, no, really, you need a break. Maybe you don't see this about yourself, but I see it. Women, just take that as a blessing. Yes, take them. Go explore Lowe's, go and get donuts and bring me back a really big coffee. That would be great. But find a way to help your wives to take a night off, to date her, to still romance her, because when the kids are gone and grown, it's you and her. You still have to figure out how to communicate with each other and how to have a healthy relationship. So it has to be more than just the kid things. Proverbs 31 verse 13, she selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She's like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it's dark and provides food for her family and portions for her servant girls. Pastor Sue made a great point. Unless you have servant girls for your wife, for the mom of your children, you have to pitch in and help out. We don't live in times where servant girls are a part of our life. So make chore lists for your older children. Find ways that you can help her or have someone come and clean for her. That is like the biggest blessing ever. When there are times that I am not having to do the cleaning too, and I think praise the Lord that he understands that sometimes moms, as super women as we are, we can't get it all done, and we do need help. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hands, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household. All of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed, fine linen and purple. Her husband's respected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders. I think a problem that we encounter with friendships is when the wives are not supportive of their husband's work schedules. And this took me several years with Derek's schedule because I work days and he worked nights. And until I started just teaching and not working in an office every day, it was hard for us to balance that work-life balance. I would say women, if you want him to provide, you have to let him go to work and not complain and not demean him while he is working extra overtime, off um, multiple jobs, extra income for you, for your kids. And I know that is hard, finding that balance, wanting him to show up, wanting him to come home for dinner. But he is out there being courageous and trying to support you. And if you embrace him when he comes home and you send him off with an encouraging word, then you don't have to have fear in your heart that he's not working. You know that he loves you, that he respects you, and that you're working together to build the future that you want. Point number three, a woman of valor has wisdom. What are we saying? Is it faithful instructions are words, words of wisdom accompanied with corresponding actions? Pastor says this all the time, and my husband recently quoted this to me, so I knew he was right because I, he said, your dad says this all the time. And this is something that we need to live by in our house. He says, you have to keep out the type of person who disrupts your peace, disrupts your home, disrupts your spirit. So your home is your fortress. If it, if someone comes in and you have someone over and you they leave and you're bothered, there's a reason you're bothered. If they leave and your kids are out of control or upset or they've tried to manipulate, whatever it is, or... Your kids are all playing together, and you know, man, I shouldn't have even done that. Shouldn't have had people over. Now I'm going to spend all week praying about this. Listen to the Holy Spirit. He is telling you, you're bothered for a reason. So find people that are like-minded, raising their children like-minded. And you don't have to invite people over that are going to disrupt your family life. You know, even family. And sometimes that's hard for people. But your children are what matters. Your marriage matters. And you can't be a blessing to your children, your husbands, your wives, and witness to people if you are stuck in your own head thinking about the drama that other people bring with them. Proverbs 31 and verse 26 she speaks with wisdom, faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Point number four for today, a woman of valor is righteous. She knows God and trusts in him and his word. So just as you believe God for something, you also have to put actions to your prayer life. So if you want your children to turn out well, we have to have discipline, we have to have instruction, we have to do it with love, but we have to not have our guard up. Whether it's with technology nowadays or whether it's with people we have over to our home or where our children go, you can never be too vigilant because, as the Bible says, he prowls around looking for who he may devour. And I do believe that he is after this next generation, from children through early adulthood. There are more rates of children that are dealing with depression, anxiety, eating disorders, self-harm more than ever before. And they're getting this because they are their brains are not developed until their mid-20s. And what is happening is they see things and these devices are not locked, no parental controls, or nobody's following up with this, and they are led down a rabbit hole. And it's, it's where they all of a sudden they're leading a life that is addict, addicting to them, whether it's gaming, whether it's pornography, whether it's thinking terrible, awful things about themselves. That's not the life that God intended for our children. Let children be children. They will work and learn about computers and learn about cell phones when they get older, but my husband and I always laugh about how, well, looking back into the good old days of the 90s and the early 2000s when we didn't have all this and look at us now. We both have jobs where we work from computers. We do, I do these Zoom meetings with faculty and he's doing seminars and things and we think, well, we turned out just fine. They will get there eventually but that children walking around doing this, who are they talking to? Who did they meet online? The news stories of these girls going off with guys that they meet online and getting sold into sex trafficking should scare every parent. I mean, it strikes a fear in me. And I think that girl, she will never be right. She will never be the same. Only Jesus can help her. And I pray that someone speaks Jesus into her life. So I would say you can't be too vigilant in today's world. Proverbs 31, 28, her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also, he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her the reward she has earned and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Honor your mothers and honor your wives. And if you... Homemade gifts are awesome, but if you need to get on your phone after church and you need to send her that spa gift card or book her a night away and call in the grandparents as the reinforcement, do something special for her. Not just today set a calendar reminder. Derek loves it when I get on his iPad or his cell phone and set a calendar reminder. And sometimes it will say, Christina needs a night off on this night. And I'll pick a random night on the calendar. Or I'll say, your wife needs help. Or tell your wife that you love her and surprise her. And I'll set it months in advance so that I'm surprised. But then he says, hey, that worked out pretty good for both of us because he goes, I got the bonus points for doing something that you forgot about, but you were helping me in the meantime. So sometimes wives drop, uh, Derek always says, I'm not a mind reader, I can't read your thoughts. So I think, oh, well, here's what I want for Mother's Day. It's in my Amazon shopping cart. And he's like, done, thank you. So if you drop hints, sometimes they're so busy with life and work and figuring out what school event is that week that they're supposed to show up to. Help them out. Just be very blunt with them. I need a night away. I'm going on the ladies' retreat. I am going to let you buy this for me, or I need to have this time to myself. Point number five for today, she is clothed in strength and dignity. Be a woman of valor. God has created us to be this woman, full of courage, strength, wisdom, and righteousness. And there are times when we do struggle, And there are times when it is difficult to be that wife and that mother and to live courageously. And there are times when we feel like we can't do it all. And I know that I have felt that before inside. And I wanna encourage you today, women, that without you, as strong as those men are, they would crumble. They would not be able to survive their children without you. They need you to stay prayed up and stay full of God's word and full of encouragement, because they would not last. And I had a friend recently tell me, "Oh, I, I don't." I, she was she lost her babysitter, so she's trying to figure out what to do. And I said, "Have your husband do it." She just looked at me, and I laughed. I go, "It's good for them. They appreciate you more." And she started laughing. She goes, that's a way to look at it I had never thought. I said, it doesn't matter if you come home and the house is crazy or they only ate what they could find out of a box or a bag. I said, sometimes those dads need a hard dose of, here's a little bit of time with your children, but this is what moms do all the time and it's good for them. Don't be afraid to tell your husband, hey, I need some help and I need you to back me up. Let's go to 2 Samuel chapter 22. David sang to the Lord the words of this song. When the Lord delivered him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul, he said, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of salvation. He is my stronghold, my refuge, my savior from violent men. You save me. I call to the Lord, who is worthy of praise, and I am saved from my enemies. The waves of death swirled around me. The torrents of destruction overwhelmed me. The cords of the graves coiled around me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called to the Lord. I called out to my God. From his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came to his ears. The earth trembled and quaked. The foundations of the heavens shook. They trembled because he was angry. Smoke rose from his nostrils. Consuming fire came from his mouth. Burning coals blazed out of it. He parted the heavens and came down. Dark clouds were under his feet. He mounted the cherubim and flew. He soared on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his canopy around him. The dark rain clouds of the sky. Out of the brightness of his presence, bolts of lightning blazed forth. The Lord thundered from heaven. The voice of the Most High resounded. He shot arrows and scattered the enemies, bolts of lightning and routed them. The valleys of the sea were exposed and the foundations of the earth laid bare at the rebuke of the Lord, at the blast of his breath from his nostrils. He reached down from on high and took hold of me. He drew out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemy, from my foes who were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster. But the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me. He delighted me. The Lord has dealt me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanness of my hands, he has rewarded me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord. I have not done evil by turning from my God. All his laws are before me. I have not turned away from his decrees. I have been blameless before him and have kept myself from sin. The Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness according to my cleanness and his sight. To the faithful, you show yourself faithful. To the blameless, you show yourself blameless. To the pure, you show yourself pure. But to the crooked, you show yourself shrewd. You save the humble, but your eyes are on the haughty to bring them low. You're, are, you are my lamp, O oh Lord. The Lord turns my darkness into light. With your help, I can advance against a troop. With my God, I can scale a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is flawless. He is a shield for all who take refuge in him. For who is God besides the Lord and who is the rock except for our God? It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to stand on the heights. He trains my hands for battle. My arms can bend a bow of bronze. You give me your shield of victory. You stoop down to make me great. You broaden the path Beneath me, so that my ankles do not turn. I pursued my enemies and crushed them. I did not turn back till they were destroyed. I crushed them completely, and they could not rise. They fell beneath my feet. You armed me with strength for battle. You made my adversaries bow at my feet, bow at my feet. You made my enemies turn their backs in flight, and I destroyed my foes. They cried for help, but there was no one to save them, to the Lord, but he did not answer. I beat them as fine as the dust of the earth. I pounded and trampled them like mud in the streets. You have delivered me from the attacks of my people. You have preserved me as the head of the nations. People I did not know are subject to me, and foreigners come cringing to me. As soon as they hear me, they obey me. They all lose heart. They come trembling from their strongholds. The Lord lives. Praise be to my rock, exalted be God, the rock my savior. He is the God who avenges me. He puts the nations under me. He sets me free from my enemies. You exalted me above my foes. From violent men you rescued me. Therefore, I will praise you, O Lord, among the nations. I will sing praises to your name. He gives his king great victories. He shows his unfailing kindness to his anointed, to David, and his descendants forever." Moms, don't give up and don't shrink back. And when you're weary, turn it over to someone that can come in and help you. Mom, babysitter, husband, someone that you trust and say, I need a moment. Stay prayed up, stay in his word and use that mom sense that you have about you. Only you know your children and you know when they need more love, more encouragement, or they need a good dose of reality. Amen. Jesus will be your strength, he will be your provider, and he will be your shield. And husbands, make sure that she knows that she is truly loved, not just today on Mother's Day, but in the days ahead. Thank you.